Hello and welcome to M3 Minutes. My name is Christy Ingram and today I'm chatting with Michael Prawl, Vice President at Pamerang. We will be discussing their product offerings, how it is more secure, and why it's better than bank-provided solutions. As if that wasn't enough, you can earn cash rebates and put money back into your business. Michael, thank you for being here today. How about we start with you telling me a little bit about yourself? Sure. I've been with Pamerang about five years. Uh, prior to that, I've been in financial and wireless technology for over 20 years, including some merger and acquisition, some consulting on mergers and acquisitions for years. So, uh, And in my background, I was a, I am a reformed banker. So I did work as a commercial lender for many years at an unnamed bank, a very large bank, uh, which kind of taught me a little bit about the finance industry. So with that, I brought that experience to Pamerang. I'm happy to share that. Awesome. Awesome. So um, tell me about Pamerang and what you guys do, what you offer your clients. Um, tell me about Pamerang. Sure. So Pamerang's been around for about 12 years. Okay. Uh, founded in Richmond, Virginia uh, by a group of people that really were interested in helping get rewards to clients for paying commercial invoices with credit cards. So it started out as a very, you know, focused business on just one uh, channel of payment. It's evolved from that to now we handle all types of payments uh, for people to secure the payment from fraud. You know, basically eliminate the bank accounts and and things of that nature, provide the reconciliation and kind of a white glove service to help their accounts payable system go back and do the things that they're good at doing instead of just doing all the busy work. Now you touched on um, hacking and fraud there. Um, that's that's a buzzword in oh. today's world. We're hearing about that more and more, aren't we? Absolutely. Yeah. It's, it's incredible. And, and the interesting thing about fraud is you don't hear about it. You only hear maybe if it hits the public. Um, you don't hear about what goes on behind the, the scenes because they don't want to tell you. Nobody wants to tell you they just lost a million dollars because their system wasn't secure or because we didn't do something earlier. You know, I always use the example of the gentleman who, you know, the alarm salesman comes to his house and says, you know, would you like to buy an alarm? He goes, nope, my house has never been robbed. Uh, but if my house ever gets robbed, I got my business card right here and I'll give you a call. Uh, and, and largely that analogy is like payments. You know, a lot of people are like, well, I really haven't had a problem or maybe I've had a problem. I don't want to tell anybody. And that's where Pamerang comes in. Unfortunately, we've had a couple of those calls. Yeah, with with yeah. with the pandemic, it has even uh, it's been even worse. I Absolutely. mean, it's just you know, again, you just don't hear about it, and that's why I think our business is so robust with you, um, is because people recognize that there is something they can do about it, uh, and they can actually get involved in it uh, at little to no cost. So tell me about, if you can, certainly we don't want to give fraudsters the keys to the kingdom, yeah. but um, can you tell me about how are your customers' data is stored and how it's secured? Yeah, so because you can imagine um, we wouldn't share those secrets, how sure. we do it, but we do have a, a four-pillar solution that, that kind of protects the payments, locks down the environment and the operation and, and the things that you would you would want to have in making a, you know, with a company that's going to provide a payment solution. So, you know, everything we do is encrypted. As you can imagine, it's a very clean environment. We don't allow people to use cell phones at their desk, uh, things of that nature. So it's it's locked down. The data, it's an Amazon Web Services uh, application uh, that, that's used, and that's where the data is stored. And, of course, we have a very robust IT uh, group that, that makes sure the payments and all the information is encrypted uh, and nothing is shared. So how does Pamerang secure funds from deposits through settlement with customer vendors? So the way our payment system works is rather than have the client cut checks and log into portals and, 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 and use a credit card to pay their bills, um, they're simply going to take a single digital file. 
uh, and they take it right out of accounting core. We've mapped it, and that file comes over to Paymerang. It's an encrypted file uh, for all payment types. And then uh, the client just marks everything as paid, and Paymerang takes over. And what we do at that point is then we have contacted, or we will contact all their vendors to see how do they want to be paid. Would they would they accept a virtual credit card? Would they accept an ACH, uh, or do they still want us to cut a check? So depending on how the vendor responds to that, that's how we'll make a payment. And of course, the whole thing here is to eliminate sharing your bank information out in the public domain. You know, companies today, it's amazing, uh, they, they, they still share on a check the name and address of the, ch of the, of the company, the routing number of, of the bank they use, and then here's the account number where our funds are located. So if you guys want access to that, it's right here. All you gotta do is fool somebody. Uh, and that's what they do. And so by using our solution, they eliminate the use of their bank account. They eliminate the recurring use of a credit card uh, when they use Paymerang because we eliminate that from the payment transaction. So that information is no longer shared out in the public domain, and therefore they're protected. That's wonderful. You know, um, I think you and I, we've done, what, hundreds of yeah. these calls with customers yeah. at this point. Um, and I, and I, sometimes I'll share with my customers, you know, I'm, I'm a hotelier. Um, I tell Scott, you know, I, I'm a hotelier at heart. You guys just let yeah. me play in your world uh, every day. And I'm very thankful for that. But um, a million years ago, when I was at a property in Gainesville, we actually had someone... Um, fake a check. They took our information right off of um, our check and made a check and went and cashed it at a local beverage store. Um, and, you know, that that happened. That was something we had to take care of. But with your solution, if I'm hearing this correctly, mm -hmm. that 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 problem's gone. Right. One of the things that we do on checks, so we write checks for our clients, but the checks are not drawn off of their bank account. We use a for benefit of account. Think of it as an escrow or a clearing account. Mm -hmm. And that's the account number that goes out. So their, their bank account is, is shielded from that. And in addition, when we write those checks, we send out what's called a payee positive pay file to the bank. And it tells the bank, hey, here's the checks we wrote. Here's the number. Here's the amount. Here's the date. And then another step, here's who they wrote the check payable to. Mm -hmm. And if any check comes in and doesn't have those four pieces of identifying information, reject that check. So it's an additional layer that's included with our service um, to protect those, those checks that we issue. But again, we're always trying to get off of checks. You know, we sure. don't like them either. And so you have a whole payment team that reaches out on a constant basis whenever we see someone is still receiving a check to try to get them to take an ACH and get enrolled or try to get them to accept a virtual card. Again, we want to try to get checks, the number of checks we write, as small and as minimal as possible. Now, you mentioned um, positive pay. Now, I know that's something that we at M3 offer our customers at a fee. Mm -hmm. What do you guys charge for positive pay? So positive pay is included with the transaction okay. fee because with our service, as you know, there are transaction fees that the client pays. Those transaction fees are deducted out of the rewards that they earn by their clients accepting virtual credit cards. Uh, but it is included in that transaction fee. Okay, perfect. So I know in M3, um, we have a feature on the checks um, that allow for like, you know, large amounts as specified by the customer that there may be a dual signature mm -hmm. required. Do you guys have something like that? Absolutely. In the system, as you know, M3 has all those approvals built in, right? So if the client doesn't use those, but let's say they're going to issue a check for over $100,000 or over $10,000. And they just think another person should be notified for that. So once the batch comes in, if there's a check in there 
over whatever designated amount they have, it'll send an email. It'll send out and say, listen, there's a, there's a check in here for $112,000 that needs your approval. And then that person, whoever that is, can be by name, title, or, or uh, 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 location, can, can log in, use a multi-factor authentication, review that payment, review the description, who it's payable to, the amount, and approve it so that that payment can go through. So it's just another way that there's not going to be something nefarious going on that we can at least you know, keep those high dollar checks um, in control. Perfect. So I know um, I've been hearing from our support team uh, lately that um, a lot of our customers are asking about um, solutions similar to yours um, through their bank. Yeah. Um, can you tell me how your solution, Paymerang, uh, differs from what a bank would offer? Absolutely. So I have a, obviously a little bit of insight here. As I mentioned, I am a reformed banker. So um, in a bank, treasury and credit cards are different departments, so they often don't communicate. Um, and the difference is it comes in the enrollment, it comes in the follow-up, and it comes in how the payments are made. And without getting too much into, into the woods there, if, if a bank is going to use, if you're going to use a bank solution, right, you're still going to use your bank account, right? So you're still sharing your bank account out in the public domain with all of your vendors. Uh, with Paymerang, you don't do that. The second way is when you issue virtual credit card payments through the bank or ACH through the bank or cut checks on your bank account, you're still doing all the reconciliation, right? It doesn't reduce the work. In some cases, it can actually increase the work. So sure. with Paymerang, all that goes away. You don't have to do any of that anymore. Again, one file upload, all payment types. We have the payment team that reaches out for enrollment. We have the payment team that disperses the payment. We have the payment team that, uh, that follows up and settles the data. Uh, and we do that on a constant basis. With a bank, They'll go through the enrollment initially, but sometimes you have to do the enrollment. In fact, in most cases, the bank I work for, um, you do have to do all the enrollment yourself. They'll process it, but you have to contact the customer, get them to fill out the enrollment form, and get them to, to, to participate in ACH, otherwise send them a check. So those are the two main ways. The third way is in the way that rewards are paid. Banks use blended rates, and blended rates without getting too detailed, have to do with large ticket payments, large ticket items, they call them. Um, you actually don't earn the same reward on a large ticket item payment uh, that you do on, on, on the lower ticket items. And obviously because the interchange you get is smaller. So you're going to get your statement and you're going to think you're making X basis points and it's going to be about 60% of that and you're going to wonder why. Uh, Paymarang doesn't do that. Paymarang is a flat basis point reward based on the dollar amount and so we don't mess with that or blend the rate uh, to try to uh, confuse what the rebates are going to be. So those are really the three main reasons. I could go on and on and on about our payment team is what's key. You know, you ha are assigned a payment team who does constant enrollment, constantly talks to your vendors, always, always there for you, has a vested interest in it going well. Uh, banks do not have the staff, quite frankly, to do that. Now, you, you, did, you did miss my favorite point. So what if vendors call and yeah. they're asking where their payments are? Because I used to get those calls all the time. Yeah, it happens. Uh, as we know, they do call often to find out, you know, proof of payment. Uh, again, a payment rang, you have a payment team. If they call in and they have some identifying information, uh, an invoice number, a description, an amount, something like that, and we're able to do that, we can help them uh, solve the uh, proof of payment type issue. If not, if we think there's something that's not going on or somebody's fishing for info, sure. uh, we'll refer it back to the contact at our client to make sure we're doing it right. So you could just, you could take those calls 
right off the the general manager's plate for the most part unless there's some weirdness going on that is correct and there is a verification process we're happy to do that for them Um, but again we're not going to do anything without their explicit instructions or anything that is going to act on their behalf but if someone does have a question about a payment or description or follow-up we're happy to take care of that. I'm so jealous. I am so jealous of all the technology that hoteliers have today. Because I'm telling you, if I had have had Paymerang in my corner uh, back a million years ago, that phone number would have just been on my voicemail and said, here, call <laughs> if you're yeah. calling about a payment, this is the number you call and just let them take care Take Let Paymerang take care of it. And you bring up a good, a good point. When we were designing this with M3, the, the whole focus of what we're trying to do is what problems can we solve for the hoteliers? What what can we do to make their life better? If you're a general manager of a, of a property, you do not need to be answering payment questions, right? You need to be taking care of your guests. Sure. You need to be running your staff. You need to be doing the things that you're getting paid to do, right? Rather than have to take a phone call or follow up an email or call the accounts payable department, get the copy, send it back to them. Those are things that Paymerang now can take care of for you with your accounts payable team and even take that work in most cases off of the accounts payable team so that again, all those things can be reassigned for things that are just more important. And the whole idea here is run your hotel. That's what you're getting paid to do. Shake hands and kiss babies. That's yes, right. sir. That's Absolutely. Right. So. Is there a limit um, of how much an individual payment can be? There is. So, uh, and those limits are not set by Paymerang. Those are actually set by NACHA uh, and and virtual credit card PCI. So, a million dollars. A million dollars is the is the threshold. Uh, but in cases when a payment's over a million dollars and it's going to go through Paymerang, um, which is rare, uh, but it does happen. Um, you know, we know that's coming, and we can split it into two payments. There's a lot of things that you can do. Uh, in order to get that payment through. But in, in most cases, if it's going to go electronically, it's a million dollars. It goes by check, there's really no limit. Okay. And most of those million dollar payments go by check. They're usually construction payments and things like that. Sure, sure. So, and, and I'm going to ask you this for our listeners, but I actually know personally uh, the answer to this, but I, I, want to, I want to hear you say it, and our listeners need to know. I'm Pisces. You're well, no. Pi- <laughs> I thought that was what the do big, you like pink I thought that was a big burial. Just yeah. kidding. Um, so, um, do you offer employee expense reimbursements? We do. It's one of the one of the nice things that is built in is is that right. So if if an employee if you're having issues, I, I know one of the questions people get all the time is uh, where where's my expense check? Where's my expense check? So now it can actually be put through the system. One of the way it works is we do send an encrypted portal to that employee. They enroll in ACH the next time that the expense check comes through. It's just like a typical payment. We disperse the payment. So Perfect. Really smooth. Perfect. So, yes, and I, and I did say that because I do get my expense payments paid um, through Paymerang. Uh, it pops right into my checking account just maybe a day or two after it's uh, submitted and everything. It's super, super easy. Um, so... We have talked about the processes. We've talked about the security. We've talked about um, Christie's $999,000 expense check that is on its way. Yes. Just kidding. Just kidding. Um, So how do customers make money just by paying the bills? Yeah. So I think that's where the paradigm shift comes in with this a little bit is literally how how can I get paid for doing something I'm already doing that's costing me a lot of money? Sure. And, and the way it works is 
we're, we're partnered with Visa uh, and we're through their rewards program. So when, when we uh, bring on a new, a new client, we enroll their vendors in electronic payments. And how we do that, we have uh, an enrollment team. They will reach out to every one of the vendors to see how do they want to be paid. We're always going to suggest, would you like to be paid by a virtual credit card? A virtual credit card is a 16-digit single-use card, and that card number is used to pay those invoices or invoice. Um, and then once that credit card number is used, it expires. It can't be duplicated. It can't be reused. So it adds another layer of security, right? So no one can steal your credit card if you're hammering your credit card all the time, and that number is stored in your vendor's database and is exposed to, to being hacked if they are. This number, if somebody steals it, it's worthless. It's already been used. Those virtual credit cards, if a vendor accepts that card, that vendor is a Visa merchant. So what they pay a, a merchant fee, right? They pay a merchant fee to vendor to be a, a merchant of, of Visa. So out of that, okay, Pamerang earns what's called interchange. And because we're sending billions of dollars through the system um, uh, with Visa. So we keep half of that interchange to run our business. That's how Pamerang makes money. And we share the other half back with our clients. And uh, the only thing they pay is a minimal transaction fee for us to process that. 98% uh, of our clients receive rewards on a quarterly basis. It's a, it's a fantastic program. So you said quarterly. How long does it typically take from their go live to start earning rebates? It's going to take. So they're going to earn rebates from the first dollar settled on a cart. Okay. So from day one. And it really has to do with, let's say you have 20 properties, maybe 100 properties. It's really going to uh, de depend on how, how long does it take to get those implemented in the system. Because once they're in the system and our enrollment team starts calling, I give an example of a, of a 10 property management company, it might take them 30, it might take them 60 days to get to where we believe the rebate uh, rewards estimates will be. Some people it can take six months because, uh, as you know, we've got some very large clients with over 100 properties mm -hmm. and it just takes time to get mm -hmm. them online. Um, so it really depends on the size and then also how engaged are you? How quickly do you want to offload this work? Um, if you're really engaged and you really want to offload the work, it can be done really quick and you can be at 100% of the estimated rebates within probably 60 to 90 days. Wow, that's amazing. That's amazing. And you know, we've, like I said earlier, we've done a lot of these calls. I have seen these come back, um, you know, from, I mean, you could basically another salary. It really is. Yeah. The, the numbers are uh, uh, crazy. And we've been doing this just 24 months mm -hmm. right this month yeah this Happy month. anniversary that's right and and what's what's really compelling about it is is just the the sheer statistics that, w that we're looking at i mean we've we've now processed over a billion dollars wow in payments and uh, i think we've paid out 1.6 million in rewards back to uh m3 clients so that just m3 just, clients just m3 clients in the last 24 months that is so it amazing. is uh it is amazing and i and i would uh uh I would be remiss if I didn't say that doesn't surprise me uh, because I know the program works that well. And I know Pamerang does uh, an extremely good job at helping with implementation, onboarding, customer service, with all that stuff. Um, you know, when I first came on board with Pamerang, they called it the unicorn. It's like, I can't believe that's going to happen. And the two things that I hear from clients that are consistent after they're implemented is, one, I can't believe I'm getting paid to have somebody else pay my bills. And two, what did we do before we had this program? Those are the two constant things. 
Um, very loyal client base, uh, as you can imagine, from that, and it continues to grow exponentially on a monthly basis, thanks to your help as well. I do the best I can. You know, I, I love the hospitality industry. I spent many years in it. And my goal as a salesperson at M3 is just to um, help the industry that has such a big hold on my heart. And so to be able to work with a partner that is doing exactly that, um, it is it is just a perfect a perfect song, if you will. I mean, it just works great. It's a great fit. Yeah. And the energy that you bring to it. Um, is passed along to the clients. And I think the clients see the enthusiasm for it. And then together we do a good job. And I think just being responsible for making sure that these people are comfortable with the transition. Because as I said, it is a paradigm shift. What do you mean I don't have to reconcile my bank account? What do you mean I don't have to answer the phone all the time? Um, I don't understand how that works, you know. And so overcoming that, once they see it and once they get it, it becomes a no-brainer. Uh, and that's been a really big part of the growth. And it's exciting to transform this industry and bring a product that provides that safety and security that so many of these uh, property management companies and individual hotels are in desperate need for. Yeah. And, you know, I don't know if I ever told you this or not. So whenever we first formed this alliance, um, Scott sent me to Richmond, Virginia for three days. Mm -hmm. And um, I trained uh, right alongside with um, the Pamerang team. You guys trained me just like I was one of your own. And the whole time... Michael, the whole time I kept looking over my shoulder. I was like, am I being punked? I was like, there's no way this is how this works. There's yeah. no way they're going to do the work for customers and then pay them to do the work. It's just not possible. But yeah. I was like, there's so many people here. This is a lot of actors for, yeah. <laughs> for it to be an elaborate <laughs> prank. Yeah. But, you know, here we are 24 hour. 24 hours, 24, two years later. Yeah. And, you know, we're going strong. Our customers are getting exactly what we promised to them. And I am a wholeheartedly, I'm, I'm just amazed, um, especially through the pandemic, how yeah. we were able to help our customers through that, you know, um, just by simply they pay their bills. Mm -hmm. That's it. Stuff they were already doing and doing it easier you know, with less tasks and everything else that goes along with the whole thing. It is amazing. There is a business continuity piece to this that was uh, an unintended consequence. When the pandemic hit and people couldn't go to their office and they couldn't put checks in the printer and right? they couldn't print them, or if they did, they felt like they had to have a hazmat suit on because we didn't know what we were dealing with at the time. Um, because this is a mobile solution, uh, it can be done anywhere uh, that someone can access the Internet securely. Uh, and we can make the payments for them. So there was a great um, significant growth, as you can imagine, with people saying, listen, I know we've been considering this. We need to do it like right now. I can't get my payments out. So, yeah, we did benefit from that as well. Yeah, that's that's one of my favorite things to tell people. And I'm probably dating myself now um, is, you know, you can actually do this. You can pay your vendors, do your check runs, all that. Get it done. Everything you used to have to come into the office to do, you can sit on your couch, watch as the world turns, and everybody gets paid. Yeah. It's as simple as that. You don't have to worry about going outside your house. I mean, I think employers are kind of wanting you to no, <laughs> go back in now. Yeah, I, could, I couldn't but, agree more. It's a it's a big part of it. And I think, you know, just the, the trust factor. You know, sure, knowing sure. that Knowing that I've paid my bills, and I also have a team of people following up with those payments to make sure those payments were made. Absolutely. Right? In, in today's world, you mail them out. 
and 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 then you have to access a portal or you have to give them a call or something to to give them a credit card number all of those things are you know they go away so that's time that's going to be freed up for you uh, but then you you have that peace of mind knowing somebody's following up to make sure they get paid so if they see for some reason that uh, a utility bill hasn't been paid and we know the cadence of that is typically a seven to eight days we're able to catch that and say listen let's reach out to them there might be a problem there um, and while you're doing the things that are much more important than that absolutely all right michael so i know that um we touched on this just ever so briefly earlier but i want to make sure our listeners um get a full understanding so do you charge for your uh the payments so ach vcc check all the various mediums that you guys use do you charge for producing those for our customers we do um so if we make a virtual credit card payment to settle an invoice or we make an ACH payment or we issue a check on behalf of the client, there is a transaction fee. The great thing about being a partner with M3 is it's very minimal and it's flat. It's the same. So you don't have to worry about, gee, how come a check's more expensive than a ACH and why is why is a virtual credit card, you know, the most expensive or, you know, things like that. It's a flat fee. Paymerang absorbs that <clears throat> and uh, you, you get your rebates paid out of that uh, net of the transaction fees. Awesome. Awesome. So how long does it take to start using ePay with Pamerang? So it can be implemented uh, in as, as little as 15 to 30 days. Again, there's a couple things that have to be done. The master vendor file has mm-hmm. to be uploaded to the system, and then you have to take care of how the batches are going to be funded. Because, again, we use a for-benefit of account. We don't use their checking account. So you think of the payroll model, right? You're giving a report to your payroll company on who to pay. They do all the deductions and everything and issue the checks and then you just make sure there's money in the payroll account to cover those. It's the same thing except we don't do payroll. We just do the vendor uh, and the supplier uh, payments. Okay. Well, I think the answer to this is minimal or no, but what do they need to change about their AP processes? Really nothing. Okay. Um, you know, the, the what what's going to happen is they're going to be able to reallocate resources to more important things. As I mentioned, they won't have to reconcile their bank account anymore. They won't have to chase down unclaimed funds. They won't have to do stop payments and reissues. Um, and in a lot of cases, they won't have to answer the phone on, on payment verification. So all of the time that's spent on that can be reallocated to something else. And another of the, the unintended consequences that benefit this system is staffing. You know, we've had tremendous staffing issues across all industries, uh, especially in hospitality. Mm -hmm. And so we're trying to replace that person or we're trying to get that person to come back in. And if not, then of course, no good deed ever goes unpunished, right? So the people that are there, let's just continue to pile work onto them until they either quit or we can say we hire somebody else. And then turnover can be just dramatic. When you move to this type of system, all that goes away. That stress of having to re- find a new employee or replace an employee to do bank recs, to do things, goes away. You don't have to do it anymore. So it really has helped a lot of these management companies to alleviate so much of the stress that's going on right now just with staffing. That's wonderful. That's wonderful. So do they need to buy any software? Is there anything, hardware, anything they need to No. Um, you know, everything's been done for them. You know, when we got involved with M3, um, it was such a great, we spent, what, six to eight months just figuring out, you know, what is it that's important to do, mapping the software, mm-hmm. you know, making sure that the fields we're bringing out of Accounting Core are the same fields we need to make payments, 
So all that's been done. All that's been done. They just need to flip whatever uh, payments they want to make through the ePay system in Accounting Corps. And, uh, and then we teach them how to upload that to our application and how to create a batch and how to fund a batch. And once that's, you know, I call it the herbal essence model. Once that's done, it's just rinse and repeat. <laughs> that's awesome. Yes. So I know that we spent the first, um, you know, eight, nine months uh doing all the updates in Accounting Corps, uh, doing all the testing, making sure everything was perfect. We were doing it for ourselves <laughs> yeah. at first uh, because we actually uh, used the Paymerang solution ourselves. So we were doing all that, doing all the testing, making sure it worked beautifully and everything before we even ever attempted to uh, put it to market to our customers. And it has been a uh, an amazing success um, since we started doing that. Um, so vendors um, a lot of our customers they've already you know got their vendors they know where everything goes and you know this person's you know account it goes here and all this but we're going to be offboarding that to Paymerang. Mm -hmm. so how do the vendors how do you get the vendors to enroll on your side how does that work so during the implementation and onboarding stage you know the, the clients provide their vendor and supplier list to us and it's the same list that's in accounting court sure and what we do is we scrub that. We go through and say, you know, how many account numbers can we get? Because that's, that's important. Who's the contact? What's the address? Um, you know, is, if it's the same vendor at multiple properties, let's make sure that that payment's going to the right, right one. And then, and then make sure the bank account the funds are coming out of uh, is associated with that property. So all, but all that's been done. All that's implementation. All those are loaded into Paymerang, uh, master vendor. And then Paymerang, at the same time, is reaching out to those vendors to either get them enrolled in ACH, get them to enroll in a VCC, or determine if they want to still receive a, a paper check. Um, all that's part of the implementation, that, and we do all that for the client. The client doesn't have to do any of that. They have to provide the information um, and approve M3 to share that with us, but they do not have to do ACH enrollments. They don't have to reach out for payments, uh, anything like that. We have a, a full team that does that for them. That's awesome, and I know on the M three side, um, we're going to it's gonna we're gonna create a activate a new default payment method ePay, and that's the catch all for all the various mediums that you guys use to pay the vendors. So it really is, you know, it's they don't have to keep up with you know this person wants to get a check, this person wants to get um, a virtual credit card, just code them to ePay, and we right. have teammates on our side that'll run a script against their database, get all that changed in instantaneously. So between Paymerang and our support team at M3, the heavy lifting really is all taken care of for them Absolutely. for the most part. Absolutely. That's the ease of the system. It does not take – this is not an integration. This is not like when you switch payroll companies and it touches the whole organization. This touches your AP team, your finance team, uh, and the work to do it uh, really shouldn't even be considered work. It's really just changing – a few uh, direction of where a few things are going and again Paymerang and m3 will do the rest okay so um reconciliation our favorite subject right everybody loves to to reconcile bank accounts that's my favorite thing but not really um how do uh, you guys get the cleared information how do you get that information back to your customers so when we disperse payments, right, the, the way the, the, the batch works, the paradigm shift here is when you upload a batch and mark everything as paid in M3, you're done in your GL, right? You've done everything mm -hmm. you're supposed to. That's the hard thing to imagine. Like, well, wait a minute. Don't I have to clear this out every week? Or No, you don't have to. Um, and it doesn't restrict you. So if you still need to make a payment at corporate, you can do that. Sure. Think of real estate payment or something that needs to be tossed into the envelope and mailed out. You can still do that. You're not 
uh, you don't have to send that through the PayMarketing system. Um, but the, once we disperse those payments, we have what's called a follow-up team. And as I mentioned earlier, the, the follow-up team is responsible for making sure those payments clear. So on a daily basis, if someone wanted to do a check, they can log into the PayMarketing application and they can see you know, the date the payment was dispersed, the date it settled, and if it was a paper check, there'll be a copy of the front and the back of the check there. That information is available in PayMarketing. Uh, if they want to put that information back into M3, currently we send them a file. They can ingest that back into M3, and it'll update all those records. It'll, it'll actually tell you exactly what happened. Uh, and then before the end of the year, you know, the great news is that's going to be an automated process that will flow back into M3 on a daily basis, and so they won't have to make that last manual transaction. But what most people do, as you know, is they don't really ingest that file. They just the payment of record in the archive is Paymarang, and it stays in Paymarang forever. So they just access it there. Okay. So how do suppliers, because I know the payments are coming off of uh, another bank. Mm -hmm. um, so how do suppliers, your vendors, how do they know that it's coming from Christie's, Hilton Garden Inn, and Gainesville? Right. Every payment has a payment ID. And, of course, the name on there uh, states specifically who that vendor is. So it's not going to say necessarily... Uh, what the hotel management company is, if they wanted to, it could. It might say what the property legal name is, you know, maybe H&M LLC, something like that. So that's the only thing on the check to identify it. But the remittance data explains everything, has the invoice, has the description, it has specifically what uh, that payment is and what, what property it's for. So the, the vendors will know. So they're getting at least as much, if not more, Probably data than more. they're getting currently. That's correct. Okay. Yep. And keep in mind, the vendor, we've already talked to them. They've told us where to send this stuff. So it's not like we're just mailing something or paying them ACH or just randomly sending the remittance data because we send all the remittance data. So this is all verified information before we make the payment. Okay. So what is, um, so we're going to shift and we're going to talk about hospitality just specifically for just a half a second. What is the main challenge that you're hearing about from hotel management companies, owners, when they come uh, looking for a new AP solution? So it's, it's, uh, it's really a couple things. One, they're dealing with a, a broken solution, right? So they they're maybe don't have the competency to make virtual card payments. Uh, but in most cases, uh, they're still writing checks. Right. That's amazing. And the amount of work it takes to get those payments made with the reduction in staffing, that's the number one thing that I'm hearing right now is we need help to make these payments on time because we just don't have the staff to print the checks, stuff them in an envelope, uh, put postage on it, put it in the mail, uh, and then hope it gets there. Because if you don't know, and this is not a, a cut on the United States Postal Service. They've been around and done a great job forever. But they're not interested in delivering letter mail anymore. If you haven't noticed, they took scanners out. And they, the reason they took them out is they want to be a package company. They want to compete with Federal Express and UPS and DHL. They, that's the business they want to get in because that's where the money is. By delivering letters and delivering mail like that way, it creates legacy expenses. And they don't want that. So if you haven't seen, they throttled or slowed mail down. Mm -hmm. So you're at risk of a payment getting lost or not getting there uh, if you're still paying by paper check through the mail. Again. Nothing, nothing that the USPS that people don't know about, but that's their business model going forward. How much does it cost labor, postage, uh, specialty ink, all that, all in? How much does it cost to write a check? You know, if you add, um, if you add the labor piece, right, which is the reconciliation piece, answering phone calls, stop payments, 
The Institute of Financial Management, IOFM, publishes this every year, about $3.20. Wow. To just cut a check. And that, of course, is check stock, envelopes, uh, postage to get it mailed. And then you add to that the reconciliation, the answering the phone call, the stop payments, things like that. $3.20 per check payment to make a, and reconcile a check payment. And I imagine with the increased cost of labor, that's just going to continue to oh, go up no and question. up. no question. No question. And and just in case uh, for the listeners want to know, your transaction fee with M3 and Paymarang is significantly less than that. Significantly <laughs> less than that. Absolutely we can, it is. We don't like checks either, but we do it for a, a much lower price. What are the results of implementing Paymarang for hoteliers? You know, right now, and these are these are great numbers, and I did look this up before I got here, we've got about 65 different management companies, almost 2,000 properties that are using this uh, today. And again, that's in 24 months. Uh, projected this year, that number will probably double um, in, in, in size and continue for the foreseeable future. It's just something with it. Once people get it, we, we, we have the early adapters, right? Now we're, we have the adapters. You know, and then we'll get the late adapters or the people that realize that they're the last ones to do it. Um, but this adapter phase is the biggest phase. It'll take us a couple years to do that. Uh, and then after that, then we'll, we'll continue to grow with the late adapters. Okay. So, um, you know, we're going through this great resignation, you know, or, or as my friend Melanie calls it, the great reshuffle. Um, how can automation help departments manage labor uh, manage shortages, attract new hires, and retain uh, current help. You know, staffing staffing is is something that um, it's hard to understand. You know, how can we be in a period of of you know where people's pay is growing at the same time inflation's growing, and yet people don't want to do the work. So um, it's it's really created a, a big problem for people in accounts payable departments just with the amount of work. You know, staffing is, you hear about it all the time. We actually have an interesting scenario that we have to talk to people about all the time who sign an agreement but think maybe they have to push the implementation off a little bit until they get staffed up. Sure. And the answer should actually be the opposite of that. Right. How about you get ramped up and you do away with the staffing issue? Because that's what this will do. They just don't know it yet. Exactly. Uh, it's kind of like um, I, I use the analogy all the time. I remember when I was in banking, and this is going to date me, but my admin used an electronic typewriter. And she had been in the job over 30 years. And this typewriter was her baby. And she wasn't going to let go of this. And I wanted her to use a document word processor. She did not want that document processor. She was perfectly fine with this electronic typewriter. And I finally had to take the typewriter away and train her. And it wasn't a week later when she realized how great it was. She's like, oh, my gosh, I can just backspace and I don't have to use corrective <laughs> tape. And all my mistakes and the documents are already in here. I can edit. And I, I always remember that because that's a lot of what this is. A lot of people think, well, you know, I don't have time to do that. Or... Um, what we're doing is okay, you know, uh, it hasn't hurt us, you know. Um, and another analogy is, you know, there's a sales guy with a Gatlin gun standing behind the Roman emperor, you know, and he's got a sword and he's fighting a battle and he says, not now, I'm busy fighting a war. Uh, that's kind of where we are, you know. You need to make these automation changes now 
uh, to prevent the problems that are going to come up. You're going to do it at some point. You're going to have to automate at some point. Um, those who do it sooner will reap the rewards and the economies of scale that come with it. Wonderful. Last question. Uh, the audit process. It can be quite intensive. How does Pamerang help simplify that? So if you use Pamerang as the archive and you're not ingesting the information back into Accounting Corps, uh, Pamerang can set up an audit mode for you uh, where they can go in and view only if they need to look at invoices and payments and not, not invoice, but look at payments. On the invoice side, of course, they'll be working through the M3 uh, if they do the invoice capture uh, for that audit purpose. But for Paymerang, uh, we can set them up with audit where they can, they can actually go in and view only to see the date of disbursement and the date of settlement. All right. Well, Michael, what did I miss? What, what finishing notes do you want to let me know about, about that I missed? Well, you know, I think as, as we move forward, and, and we look at, you know, what is going to happen with the industry and what is going to happen with staffing. More and more people are going to have, have to adapt. They're going to just have to go through that paradigm shift of how can I let go of this process to somebody else? And they're going to have to just do the research and get comfortable. And, and I would recommend they do that. You know, they can check out the Pamerang website. They can check out uh, references that we were able to provide to them. Uh, but automating your AP uh, is something that's just definitely going to happen. And uh, the sooner that people get their arms around it, uh, the, the sooner they'll re reap the benefits. We have a phenomenal video from one of mm -hmm. our mutual customers. Where can they, where can our listeners find that testimonial besides at the signature line on my email and your email? I, I'm glad you brought that up. And, and that's a good point. So Pamerang does not disclose who our clients are. Now, we'll, we disclose who our partners are, but, but essentially we don't go out and promote who they are. However... Uh, I will give a shout out to North Point Hospitality, Greg Winey and his team. Uh, they were one of the early adapters. They did the research and they came on board as one of the first ones. And so uh, they were gracious enough to allow us uh, to have them talk about their experiences with M3 and Pamerang. And it's a great video. Again, it's on our website, Pamerang.com. Go to hospitality and you'll see the testimonial video. And again, you'll see exactly how it transformed North Point into a more efficient um, AP department and again getting paid rewards for doing something that they were already doing. Will you guys be at our partners meeting yep, in June? Yep, be at the partners meeting. Happy to be a, a title sponsor and uh, have a couple presentations. Our CEO Nasser Chanda will be there to talk and, uh, and I'll be there to meet as many people as possible and talk to them with you. High tech? High tech definitely. We'll be there with the booth and uh, happy to talk to people there as well. Any other conferences you guys are going to be We'll at? be at the lodging conference. Okay. Uh, again, we, we were unable to go last year because of the uh, duplication of high tech and lodging on the yeah. same weekend, but we'll be out there in Arizona at the lodging conference as well. Perfect. So um, if someone would like to contact you directly, um, can I get your email and uh, phone number? Sure. My email is mprawl, and the last name is P as in Peter, R-A ll at paymerang.com uh, okay. or they can reach me through the paymerang website paymerang.com um, or uh, through m3 okay perfect perfect well michael i cannot tell you how thankful i am to have met you and formed this alliance with paymerang like i said earlier it has been truly a blessing to our customers and the hospitality industry as a whole i know um and i just can't thank you enough for stopping by today and chatting with me so 
Thank you all for tuning in to this episode of M3 Minutes. Today we learned all about Paymerang, its offerings, how to secure your accounts, and how to put cash back into your pocket. If you are interested in implementing Paymerang, please contact me at Christy, K-R-I-S-T-Y dot Ingram, I-N-G-R-A-M at M3AS dot com. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and share. And until next time.